Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. A Canva helps you get your point across uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Focus Features presents Back to Black. I want people to hear my voice and just forget their troubles. Experience the music and her story. Know this. I ain't no Spice Girl. Like never before. That's my daughter. That's my Amy. On the big screen. I want to be remembered. For just being me. Amy Winehouse. Back to Black. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Rated R. Under 17. Not a minute without parent. Only in theaters May 17th. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This episode is brought to you by Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast. When you think about the future, what kind of technology do you envision? Whatever the future holds, artificial intelligence will undoubtedly be at the heart of it all. Join Graham Class as he hosts Season 2 of Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast, and hears from the minds transforming healthcare, retail, entertainment, personal computing, and more with the help of AI. Tune in every other Tuesday and explore the latest technology that's changing our world today and creating a more accessible tomorrow. Listen to Technically Speaking, an Intel podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to BrainStuff, a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, BrainStuff, Lauren Vogelbaum here. Your typical email program has several options to simultaneously message more than one person. You can load up the two box with many recipients and then blast away. Or you can put some or one in the two spot and then CC the rest, or BCC some or all. That BCC might be the trickiest, as it means that not everyone is privy to the same information, and it has some of the biggest risk for pitfalls. So when do you CC, and when do you BCC? First, the basics. The CC field probably stands for carbon copy, and the BCC field stands for blind carbon copy. Carbon copies were common prior to email communication, and even more so prior to photocopying. In those days, if you wanted to distribute copies of a typed or handwritten document, you might write or type them on stacks of thin sheets of paper with a piece of pigmented carbon paper sandwiched between each sheet. The pressure of writing or typing on the top sheet of paper would transfer pigment from the carbon paper to the blank sheet underneath 
creating a carbon copy of the inked original. You can still find carbon copies in some memo pads or similar technology in more modern checkbooks and restaurant server pads. But these days, an email CC means you sent a copy of a message to someone other than the direct recipient in the two-line. It's an easy way to keep vested parties in the loop on a subject. Notably, the CC format allows everyone to see each other's email addresses as well. BCC works the same way as CC, except the direct recipient in the two-line doesn't know that anyone was BCC'd on the message. So, for example, if you emailed a subordinate at work about being late with a project and BCC'd your own boss to show them that you were being diligent about tardiness, your subordinate wouldn't know that their lateness was being pointed out to your own superior. If that sounds a little secretive or tattly, it can be. BCC's usage can be loaded with etiquette pitfalls and potential backlash. It might be perfectly innocent. Say if you're asking a question to a large group, but don't want to burden the entire group with receiving every single person's answer, just BCC everyone. But if you're purposefully hiding the fact that there are other recipients, it can be trouble. BCC is a notorious office space landmine, particularly if a secret person who's blind copied doesn't just reply to you, but accidentally hits reply all. Their reply will go both to you and the message's direct recipient. Now, whoops, one of many reasons to be careful about reply all. But still, there are some very good reasons to use BCC. Maybe you're a supervisor of various contractor freelance workers who never interact with each other, and you want to update them all on policy changes without having to send individual emails. This isn't just a matter of convenience for you. It also protects the privacy of your freelancers, who probably don't want a bunch of virtual strangers to see their personal email address. Or maybe you're a company trying to contact many customers about an important issue. You absolutely have to use BCC. Otherwise, hundreds or thousands of people will suddenly see private email addresses. That's a major breach of trust. But is there a way for recipients to find out who was BCC'd on a message? We spoke via email with Sherrod DeGrippo, Senior Director of Threat Research and Detection for Proofpoint Email. She said, Generally, recipients can't see if someone has been blind copied on a message. Servers that receive messages are designed to strip out BCC information before they pass the message on to the recipient. This is the case for all recipients, including those in the two CC and BCC lines. The most common way for someone to figure out blind copied email addresses is when the sender accidentally puts people meant to be in the BCC line in the CC line. However, she notes that threat actors or hackers have found ways to attack the privacy of BCC. One would be to access the target's inbox in one way or another, and then simply look in the sent items to find out who was sent a BCC message. Or if your device is infected with data-stealing malware, an attacker could access messages in the sent folder. DeGrippo said, Another opportunity for compromise occurs when an attacker intercepts the sender's network traffic while the email is sent, and they see all recipients, including those blind copied. She explained that this kind of thing happens frequently when someone is using public, unencrypted Wi-Fi, and an attacker taps into the Wi-Fi network traffic. And finally, quote, If an attacker has compromised the email servers of the sender or any of the recipients, or intercepts the network traffic between these servers, they can also see all recipients. In other words, BCC is anything but impenetrable. So if you're a spy trading in state secrets, you've been warned. 
To protect yourself when using BCC, you can take a number of steps. The first and most obvious is to double-check your recipients before you send any BCC messages, just to be absolutely sure you're using BCC and not CC. You should also regularly update your security software and antivirus programs. That way, your device will be guarded against current threats. DeGrippo said, Be sure to also safeguard your email accounts with strong passwords and multi-factor authentication whenever possible. It's important to avoid using unencrypted public Wi-Fi networks, and if you must use them, be sure to use a virtual private network or VPN that will encrypt and protect your information. Today's episode was written by Nathan Chandler and produced by Tyler Klang. For more on this and lots of other technological topics, visit HowStuffWorks.com. BrainStuff is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment... Oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Today's episode is brought to you by Canva. Uh, We're all looking for ways to make an impact at work, but not all of us are skilled in visual design. Uh, Canva helps you get your point across, uh, simply and beautifully. It's easy to design Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, and videos. You start with a designer-made template and customize it with your content. Uh, Plus, add graphics, charts, and more from Canva's massive media library. Whatever department you work in, Canva is perfect for any task. Sales decks, hiring docs, marketing brainstorms, employee videos, you name it. Anyone at work can design with Canva. Start designing today at canva.com. Designed for work.